If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza on this 
Ooh, kind of freaky Friday, huh? Out here in New Orleans, a lot of lot of uh, very bad weather, uh, a lot of flooding, <laughs> power loss uh, out here in Metairie. Power loss since eleven o'clock this morning. Way to go, energy! Yay! <laughs> and of course, I uh, hope you guys are uh, with the wind picking up again. Looks like we might have another round of these storms. Hope you guys are getting home. Going to be a chance to be able to get home safe again. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, Eric Asher with you, four to six weekdays, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, free download for your smartphone or tablet. Take our show with you anywhere, uh, including checking out the podcast, which is everywhere. Anchors our home base for on all podcasting platforms. NashFM106.1.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Jude Young joins us on the program. Uh, and, of course, you can check us out at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We'll have that up on our social media platforms this evening. Uh, and, of course, you can check it out right now on the WLA-TV YouTube page. It'll be up on ericasher.com by the end of the weekend. Uh, also, I uh, want to let everybody know about our guest list today. Uh, Mike Vazan, Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Vazan on Football Podcast and Blog, will join us at 4.15. Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com will join us at uh, 5.15. And then Les East, award-winning journalist from CrestedySports.com and also Saturday Down South uh, and an accomplished author as well. He will join us at 5.35 uh, this afternoon. Today's program brought to you by our good friends over at, again, the uh, William Grant Family Distillers, fifth-generation family distillers. Um, and you're talking about, again, the top-of-the-line spirits. Uh, matter of fact, if you guys are heading over to the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience this evening, uh, George Loriana has a booth with Hendrix Gin. Uh, so you'll have a chance to be able to t- taste Hendrix Neptunia Gin, uh, Hendrix Gin, and again, some great cocktails that um, George is uh, mixing up for you. Anybody heading out to um, uh, the uh, New Orleans Wine and Food Experience tonight, please say hello, stop by and say hello to George Loriana, who is already there, set up, ready to go. But again, Hendrix Gin, Malago Tequila, Reiko Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Don't forget about Hendrix Neptunia Gin, a limited edition super premium gin that will only be around for a year. So again, uh, uh, get yours now. Uh, you want to you to uh, indulge on some fantastic Scotch whiskey? How about Glenfiddich Scotch whiskey, the Balvini Scotch whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch whiskey, Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. We're talking about award-winning scotches. Uh, and, of course, Sailor Jerry Rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana. Of course, those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Uh, they have been taking care of active military members and uh, retired military members and their family uh, since 2012. Over $200,000 in financial aid given and more. So, again, uh, if you want to help, uh, you can go to uh, www.gotourtroops.org or buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum. Helping, again, those that have served, active military members and retired military members and their families can get help with insurance premiums, living expenses, mortgage payments, utility bills, rent, and necessary home repairs, all part of the give back with, again, Sailor Jerry Rum and also the Gott Foundation. Don't forget, if you're a, if you're a uh, bourbon drinker, Fistful of Bourbon and, of course, Hudson Bourbon, the portfolio of bourbons for William Grant. Again, independent family distiller since 1887 and a proud sponsor of our Friday show. A um, couple, couple notes. Um, the uh, Saints entertained Joe Schobert today. Um, Linebacker, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, last year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, for a lot of people, myself included, look, I get the, I, I get the question constantly. 
uh, and I ask the question to our guest, if you listen to the show on a daily basis, you know, what's the deal with Quan Alexander? Do you believe the Saints will re-sign Quan Alexander? Uh, Quan Alexander? Well, Schubert comes in today, uh, and we've heard nothing about uh, Quan one way or the other. You know, my hope is that they re-sign him. I just think that that's a dynamic duo with Demario Davis and Quan Alexander. Pete Werner may beat him out, but if they do, look, he's been a guy that hasn't been able to stay healthy. Uh, if you could even get him in spot duty, he's a really good player. Schobert played well for Pittsburgh last year. Uh, but, again, if you ask me my, my preference in, in terms of uh, athleticism, speed, and fit, I'm, I'm going to go with Quan every time. But we'll see how that plays out. Remember, Quan did make a visit to the New York Jets. Uh, his the, the head coach over at um, with the Jets is a former uh, is his former defensive coordinator at the, at the San Francisco 49ers. So there is a relationship there. But as of now, he has not signed with anyone. Also, um, interesting situation that might maybe brewing for the SEC. And we've talked about this throughout the last couple of weeks since the SEC meetings about when Oklahoma and also um, uh, Texas will be making their way into the SEC. It's scheduled for 2025. You know, the SEC, again, is trying to work out how they're going to deal with their schedule going forward. Uh, and, of course, that we hope to be able to hear, hear something, you know, maybe, maybe by SEC media days on, on, again, how they're going to uh, format that schedule. But uh, it was announced today that Cincinnati, Houston, Central Florida are, is officially going to leave the American Athletic Conference for the Big 12. Uh, that is on July 1st, 2023. Remember, July 1st, 2025 is when um, – uh, Texas and Oklahoma are supposed to leave the uh, the Big 12 for the SEC. There's an $80 million exit fee for both Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, and, of course, you got the SEC trying to be able to put put together their, their scheduling now for the future to be able to have that expansion uh, to 14 teams. There will now be 14 teams in the Big 12 if they stay as is, with, again, BYU, who is an independent out of Provo, uh, jumping in with, uh, again, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. Uh, now, again, they need to come to an agreement with the AAC before they can officially join the Big 12. Uh, they got, there's about uh, $18 million uh, for each school uh, that, that they would have to pay if they left the conference early. Um, when you look at BYU, they've only got to pay about $500,000 to, to, again, the West, uh, the West Coast Conference, the WCC, uh, which I believe they play basketball and um, I want to say that it's not every sport that they're, they're in the WCC. But with that said, um, we might be interested to see what's going to happen here. Uh, does this really push uh, Oklahoma and Texas to uh, in, into the SEC a little bit maybe quicker than what we thought even a couple weeks ago, right? Because there was a lot of talk it would be 2023 or 2024. Uh, and then, of course, this, in the past SEC meetings, they said, no, uh, it's going to be 2025. Uh, for scheduling purposes, and also, again, the ability to be able to, again, pay that exit fee uh, of $80 million per for both Oklahoma and Texas. So we'll see how that, that kind of plays out. Um, I'm interested to see, again, how they're going to rework their schedule in, in, in the Big 12 now because you've got four teams coming on board. You're still going to have Texas and, and obviously Oklahoma there. So, um, you know, we'll see. Maybe this pushes them out a little bit quicker. Uh, I can't see the Big 12 wanting to see Texas and Oklahoma getting out quicker because, again, that weakens the, the conference. It weakens the conference in terms of, again, uh, viewability, even though if you notice, they raided the AAC and took some of their biggest markets. Of course, Tulane was not involved in that, uh, but it took some of the biggest markets. And, look, there were a lot of people at Tulane really th- were hoping and praying that they would get a, ch- a shot at, at the Big 12 uh, they were they were not invited, and, and from what I understand, uh, it wasn't even it wasn't even on the table for, for Tulane to be able to go to go to the Big 12. So interesting situation that's that's brewing right now. 
with the American Athletic Conference. Of course, um, Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, Rice, UAB, and, and Texas San Antonio are, are going to be moving into, into, the, um, in, into the American. That's why I said all along, Tulane needs to stay put. Tulane should have a chance to be able to win that conference each and every year in every single sport based on, again, the, the type of schools that they're going to be bringing in and the schools they're going to be losing. So interesting scenario between the Big 12 and the AC that, that again, came out today with, again, the, uh, uh, the defection of, uh, of, of three of their member schools uh, next year, starting in July 1st, 2023. All right, let's bring on my good friend, longtime friend. Uh, he's with, uh, he does a podcast with Scott Craig, Celebrity Chef. Hot Off the Bench podcast. He has his own podcast and blog for years and years now. Fazano Football Podcast, Fazano Football Blog. Michael Fazan joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Eric, my brother, I'm doing great. How you doing, my man? Staying dry. <laughs> staying dry. I don't know about you because I think you travel a lot during the day, but staying dry. Well, um, me too. Uh, I'm staying dry as much as I can. So uh, I'm kind of dodging. I've been pretty fortunate in that respect. Good enough. Let me ask you a couple quick questions about my open. Um, um, Joe Schobert, uh, formerly of the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers, visited the Saints today. Your thoughts on, on again, him as a, him as a linebacker, uh, what this may mean for the future of Quan Alexander in New Orleans, and do you like uh, the possibility of him coming in and maybe backing up to Mario Davis and Pete Werner? Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about him, but uh, I, I mean, if he's coming from Pittsburgh, I do a little, little about him. He um, He's coming from a great uh, defensive franchise with great coaching. Um, I think what it means for Quan Alexander is the Saints are trying to find his replacement and bringing guys in and trying to see what happens and knowing that I think he's out there you know, as a plan B at this point. That's just me, my observation. I think Quan Alexander's a better player than that, but um, to me, it, to, for some reason, it doesn't appear that the Saints are all that interested or have him uh, as, a, as a priority. So I think that's what that means for Alexander. Now, the guy's a good player. I think he can come in and definitely uh, play well. But we'll have to see. I mean, it's um, it could be a little bit of a different scheme, but he's a veteran, so he he probably could acclimate himself quickly enough to to get on the field. Should he sign with the Saints? I mean, he just came in, right? He didn't sign. Yeah, so. it's just it's just um, again, I'm sure it's just a informal uh, workout. Try to see again, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe it's just maybe it's nothing more than you know getting that index card that they've had in the past, and of course that's old school, right? Index card, yeah, right. but just having a, a yeah, right. scouting report on him. Okay, in case something happens down the line and he is available. Who knows one way or the other? But um, at the very least, look, I don't know about you, Mike, but again, whether it's email, you know, uh, whatever, the the number one question I get about the Saints is not about what I think they're going to do this year is, is again, is Quan coming back? I mean, that's, you know, especially with with the addition of, of Jarvis Landry coming in, Tyran Matthew, a lot of people thought that Quan was going to be a natural, especially the way he's, he's performed for this team. Um, but up until this point, it hasn't been, hasn't been that way. Look, look, he signed a very inexpensive contract for the Saints last year and the year before that, if you remember. Right. Well, maybe he's the one that's holding out for maybe he can get a better deal somewhere else. I don't know. I don't have any inside info. But to me, it looks like the, the two sides are not really all that – you know, 
said he it doesn't seem like he's a priority right now for the Saints. And I don't know why. I mean, he's, every time he's been on the field, he's been a productive player. No doubt. A really good player. Um, nope. So, but, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens down the line, but it looks to me like the Saints are trying to replace him. Uh, it, should, it definitely does. There's no doubt. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out uh, going forward. Um, I, I don't know if you heard the open uh, about, again, that um, uh, the situation, what's going on with uh, the uh, the American Athletic Conference uh, uh, losing um, several of their members, Cincinnati, Houston, USA, UCF, uh, and also, again, um, uh, BYU uh, coming into the uh, – Big 12 is going to happen um, on July 1st, 2023, a little bit earlier than maybe most thought it would happen, um, and how that affects Oklahoma and Texas. We heard during the last SEC meetings that they were not moving until 2025. Do um, you think this hastens the move to the SEC? And that's an $80 million buyout for both um, Texas and Oklahoma uh, to be able to move into the, into the SEC. Oh, they're coming. I mean, they're coming. They're moving to the SEC. Um, now, the other the other cities, uh, the other universities that are going, I think you made a great point, Eric. The markets that are coming into the Big 12 now, when you're talking about Cincinnati, uh, Orlando, which is where Central Florida is, um, right. and uh, Houston, of course, huge market. So, I mean, uh, I think it's, it's uh, it's incumbent upon the Big Twelve to get themselves the biggest TV market they can possibly get to to keep themselves relevant as far yep. as you know you know the playoff being the big one of the big conferences that considered for a playoff uh, you know contender but um, I, I heard you talk about Tulane wasn't even on the table I don't they know. weren't even I on the radar just, I think they're missing a big with the, you know, with the attraction that it is to come into New Orleans for a weekend, um, these these other schools never really had a cane too often. I don't know. It just seems to me that New Orleans market size probably isn't, I guess, maybe around the same size as Orlando. I'm not sure, but I don't know. I think they dropped the ball on that. I think Tulane with the New Orleans market, but I mean, I guess they looked at the attendance that Tulane has as well, and, and it, it just, you know, they felt like that the attendance wasn't there to justify them coming, being invited. I don't know what the reasoning was, but to me, it seemed like if I was an existing Big 12 team, where would I rather go in a Cincinnati? I mean, nothing against Cincinnati, but I mean, come on. In Orlando, I guess, you know, since Disney World's there, but I don't know. It just seemed to be a natural for me uh, for, yeah. for them to take Tulane, but not, to at least offer Tulane, but no. Okay, so I guess they they felt like they didn't need them. Well, New Orleans is the is the number fifty market um, in 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 the country. Orlando's eighteen, so that tells you, you know, this is a you know that was a Orlando's sleepy 18? town way back when. They 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 you know they're top twenty. Orlando, they must be considering uh, like Kissimmee and they they consider Do- the Orlando, Daytona, um, uh, also Melbourne. Uh, yeah. it, it's a, I mean, it's a combination of the greater Orlando area. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like stretching it, you know, to, to make, yeah, all of those little towns around Orlando. Cause I know Orlando itself, right. You know, is just a small little city, but there's a bunch of communities around Orlando that Disney yeah, the greater, of, greater Orlando area. Yeah. Bought up, 
And and so, well, I mean, look, eighteen. That's, that's I mean, the, look, look, same thing. Look, Bur- think about it. Birmingham, which again, they 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 they, they also uh, add the, uh, the 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 Tus- Tuscaloosa market uh, and Aniston market. But they they they're forty fifth. So I mean, you know, they're, they're a bigger market based on that um, right. than, than New Orleans, which is again just well, look, you know a standalone top me, fifty. Uh, it would seem to me if they're doing that, if they're adding Tuscaloosa to Birmingham. They should add Baton Rouge to New Orleans. It's about Amen. the same distance. It's about I mean, the same distance, ridiculous. right? I mean, uh, believe me, I've I've made that run so many times when my son was going to college in Birmingham when Bailey was right. out there. That's about an hour between each town, and it's the same distance between New Orleans and Baton Rouge, about an hour. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with the traffic they had back then, it was an hour and a half because they some mm-hmm. they had some hellacious traffic. But because they were repairing the interstate up there. But anyway, um, you know, I think these these cities claiming market size by, you know, extending their tentacles out to, to right. scoop up these. But, oh, yeah, no, you know, well, shoot, New Orleans should claim Biloxi. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, you know, so, I mean, whatever, if that's what they want to claim. But it, it seems to me that. You can you can have Cincinnati, Birmingham, and all that. Nobody's buying extra tickets saying, "Ooh, we're playing in Birmingham this weekend." They just not, right? You know, as no, I'm with you. Saying, hey, hey, our team's playing in New Orleans. Let's go Thursday. Let's leave Monday or Sunday night. Let's make a weekend out of it. You no, know, I mean there, there, there are several destination cities. Obviously, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, you can talk about uh, Las Vegas now when, when you want to look at you know places that you can go see a, a, a major sporting event, especially a, right. you know, not so much college, but maybe on the on the pro side. I mean uh, that that people want to travel to. I'm looking when when you look at a, a Saints schedule and you start thinking about okay, where am I going to go on my on my one or two road trips. Yeah. You know, you know, you're looking. Uh, you're looking at. You know, like I mentioned, some of those big cities. If if it's an opposing no team and New Orleans is on there, you don't know. You know, New Orleans, Miami, uh, uh, especially if you're from the north, you're coming south. Absolutely. And I got to tell you, nobody's going. Ooh, we we get to go to Cincinnati this weekend. I mean, it's just not. It's just not happening. And you're right. New Orleans, for all its uh, warts right now, is still a destination city. I mean, I I get through the quarter during the day sometime. And uh, during the week, and I mean, you should see close to the weekend, there's people, you can tell that are tourists that are still coming out and visiting. So she's got her problems right now, but she's still a whole Southern beauty that people want to come see. Yep, I agree. Let's just grab a quick phone call. Jack is in River Ridge. Jack, welcome. You're on the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Mike Vazan is our guest. How you doing, uh, Jack? Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Hey, Jack. Same to you, brother. Hey, look, I just had a couple of questions. As y'all were talking about the conferences, um, you know, we we talked about this before, I guess. College college sports is going to look a lot different in a few years. If it gets to a point where the top of these conferences become a different entity, you know, of the top of the Big Ten, the top of the Big 12, top of the SEC, if if they go off and do their own thing, the, the other the other teams, do they owe them a buyout? You know, like if the SEC ceases to exist, you know, and it becomes something else, do they owe the uh, you know Kentuckys and the Vanderbilts? Do they owe them a buyout? Right. Mm, that's interesting. Well, I mean, again, look, you, you got to buy your way out of the out of the conference to begin with because um, I think it has something to do with TV rights. Um, uh, but 
my guess is yes, that if you know ultimately the SEC dissolved into another conference and maybe the the the, uh, the lesser teams in that conference be, be, became non-existent and they went with a, a quote unquote super conference, I'm sure that they would have to have some type of payout uh, to those teams that no longer were part of the quote unquote SEC. I don't think that'll ever happen. But I don't think I agree. I don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah. I think I think yeah. that brand is going to stay. I think yeah, you'll I mean, see an expansion on the brand. It'd be huge lawsuits if if some if the SEC tried to drop a Vandy or a South Carolina or something. I, there's no way they would ever let that just happen. It's too important having an SEC brand attached to your school to your university is 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 huge. It's huge. Oh, oh I know. I know it's a big deal for them. But I mean, you know. You know, they were a stepchild as it, as it is, and now you get Oklahoma and Texas in. You know, I, I don't know how much of a how much fun it would be a, to be a fan of those schools. Yeah, but it's about you know, money, Jack. I, know, I mean, I, you know, again, I look, lot, they, they feel they can everything. compete. They, they feel they can compete in, you know, baseball, maybe basketball. Yeah. They might not be able to compete in football, but there's some other sports right. where maybe some of those those um, universities can compete at a high level. They'll take their hit in football so they can take that bag of money home. So, Absolutely. I mean, it's a, you know, that's that, you know, it's the it's the profit sharing that that again, uh, can, which is one of the reasons why Tulane should have never left. OK, right. at the end of the day, <laughs> Tulane, that's why Tulane should have never left the SEC. No doubt. And, guys, the other question I had was about panning the, the, the tackle that the Saints took in the first round. Look, every, every list that I saw had him as a first-round pick, saw him as the, had, him, had him as the fourth tackle overall, okay? But then, at the same time, everybody who evaluated him said he was grabbing people in Division Two. What do y'all think the thought is that, that he was just badly coached in Division Two, and then with his physical assets, they can coach him up? Mike, go ahead. Uh, you talking about Trevor Penning? Yeah, Trevor yeah. Penning, right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of missed the first part of the question. Uh, I could take listen, it if you want. I'm, NFL scouts are not going to choose him that high without doing their homework and, and studying tape and studying film and talking to coaches and things of that nature. Um, I don't know if the Saints wouldn't have taken him. Somebody else would have. So yeah. he wouldn't have made it outside the first round. Probably potential. Mostly potential, but a guy with that size and speed, that size and athletic ability, you can, I mean, uh, I don't know, grabbing in, in Division Two. I don't know. Um, it, it's, I don't know that the coaches would let that slide. Well, you know, teams would pick a guy that high if he was getting beat on that level. Well, right. I mean, let me and say that's, that. that's what happens when you grab it. You start grabbing it's because you're getting beat. Yeah, but uh, he, he was a he was a he was a giant. Uh, okay, uh, uh, among among uh, he was a he was a man among boys in a lot of cases on the guys he was playing against because he's so big. He's a mauler as a run blocker, which you would expect because of his physicality. The issue he was having was more, too upright, too stiff, and to be able to again move his feet on on on, on passing downs. It's going to be that's to me is is Marone's biggest issue going in on what he's got to be able to solve because again he's not going to get every single every single week every single play he's going to get against a dynamic pass rusher. Is he going to be able to do that? Uh, you know I think that he, that again in a lot of cases because he was so big as opposed to 
the, the, the players he played against. He could use that physicality, use, use, again, his size to kind of throw guys around and maybe, again, got lazy and using his hands. Believe me, it's going to be all about technique in the NFL, and that's one of the really good things about having Marone on, on, this, on, this, uh, on this staff now because he is a tactician when it, when it comes to um, uh, you know, training uh, uh, offensive linemen. We saw it his first time around here in New Orleans, and, and, and my expectation is that uh, he's going to have him in the lab and working with him constantly. Look, guys, I wasn't, I wasn't criticizing Pick at all. I mean, like I said, everybody that I saw had him as a fourth right. best tackle, a sure. first round pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, but, I mean, I heard Dettelier say that he was, he was getting grabby in division two. But, you yeah, know, no, I heard the same thing. And it was, it was part of it. If you read the scouting report, it, it says that. But, again, that's yeah. something he's going to have to transition to. That's why, again, it's good to have a guy like James Hurst. Look, you look. We'll see Penning start day one, right? But, but again, there's there's no rush to start him, okay? Because you have James right. Hurst, unless you have injuries, he can learn well, how to be able to again pass block at an NFL level. I think, look, I, I think starting a tackle eligible and putting him in a situation where again, when you're running the ball, or again, or again, you need that extra that extra pass uh, pass blocker, putting him next to Ramshack, or, or, or you know, or in some cases Hurst. Uh, I think that's going to help him. I think it helps Zach Treif. I think you look at down the line what they've done with that tackle eligible play. Uh, it's helped a lot of guys, again, kind of grow into the position before they had to go out there and be on an island. So I, I think that may be his place uh, as they start the season. Mike? Yeah, I mean, if you read a scouting report on a player pre-draft, every scouting report has the players' overall, their overall view, their positives, and their negatives. I mean, every single player. The first player picked, they had negatives on him. So his negatives were, okay, we'll say he's crappy. Now, whether he was or not, we'll find out soon enough. But uh, I just think maybe they're just trying to be overly critical just to just so they can say something. Uh, yeah. Maybe to lower expectations a little bit or just to say, look, it's, you know, it's not a done – it's not a guarantee. There's no players that guarantee they're going to make it in the NFL. I don't care where they draft so, I, I still I still consider it a good pick. I think it's a it's, I think he's going to be a really good player. There you go. Especially Joe guys, coaching. Hey guys, I'm going to hang up. But what a blessing it was not getting to Sean Watson. And oh y'all have God. a good weekend. <laughs> amen to that, brother. I mean, amen to that. Amen to that. I'll see. I'll, I'll keep saying amen to that forever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'll put it out on social media this week. I was kind of a cheerleader to get him, but now, man, geez, Louise, uh, dodged a huge bullet right there, big time. Yeah, too, too much. Look, the talent is is enticing, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. Almost hypnotic uh, because of, again, and especially, again, losing a franchise quarterback. He is a franchise quarterback. But you're going from Captain America to a predator. And, yeah. and how, the Saints, uh, how the Saints front office didn't see that is, is mystifying. Okay, how why, how they put Mrs. Benson in a position where she did she traveled not once but twice, once to Houston and once to Atlanta to go meet him to again to try to, to try to co- coerce him into, into into coming to New Orleans is mind blowing. This is a woman who has done uh-huh. more for, for for women in professional sports than any other female owner maybe in the history of professional sports, and they put her in that position. I, I, I tweeted about it this week. I mean, and look, the Saints are eerily silent on all this. This was a would have been a, a again a catastrophic mistake to have brought him in. There's no doubt they died. They dodged a bullet. They dodged a bullet, but they. I mean, 
every team was every team was in line to get him. It's not just the Saints, Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa. I mean, I every desperate Tampa. team was in line to get him. But 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 yeah, teams who don't have a quarterback, and teams who have a quarterback but they thought they could do better, which was the case with Cleveland. So, um, I just think you know. Somebody said it might have been you, Eric. The more this thing plays out, the more information is out there. Yes. It's just waiting to be had, and it gets dropped just at right moments. Now, the guy that owns the Browns, Haslam, is no favorite of the other NFL owners. Him giving that guaranteed money to Deshaun Watson, especially now knowing what we know, I mean, it put them all in a bad spot. Now, when a, when one of their quarterbacks wants a contract, they are going to say, "Well, I want the one Watson got. I want guaranteed money. That means no matter what, I'm getting paid." And I don't think the owners really. I would agree are with that. Only they, I don't think they're too high on. I, that. I don't think, I think they, they like them upsetting the, the the salary cap apple cart. I agree, but Mike, come on. You've got your own internal uh, security force, okay? You've got investigators. Again, these are XFBI, okay, in a lot of cases. All these clubs have them. We've known this for for decades. Again, again, they, they are investigating constantly about well, again, uh, uh, draft choices, potential free agents, uh, even, again, their own players when things are happening. Again, they're ahead of the curve. You know, not, to, to not know that the Houston's – the Houston Texans set up a hotel room for him at the Houstonian, gave him, again, non-disclosure agreements to give to these women that they would have to sign before they would get involved in, 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 a, in a massage, or again, uh, in, in his case, uh, again, the, the, the cloak of a massage, the charade of, uh, the charade, the, the charade of a, a massage, just, just to be able to, again, have uh, you know, some type of, of, of sexual contact with these women. So. Yeah, but they dropped the ball. That. Period. And there's, there's no other. Look, Mickey Loomis, not, the whole, I'm the whole fine. front office. Okay, again, dodged an incredible bullet. But you got to take a hard look at him and say, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? No, I, I, I disagree. I mean, listen, they dodged a huge bullet, but I mean, not one but two grand juries did not indict him because they didn't I have mean, physical evidence, Mike. Okay, well, well it's, it's not because he didn't else? do it. It's because he just didn't have the well, physical evidence. Exactly, but you don't have the evidence. You can't. I mean, but that's 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 a criminal. That's a that's a that is a criminal trial. The, again, the, exactly. the, the 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 burden of evidence in a civil trial is much less, which is why he's he's going to have the, that guaranteed money. He needed it. He's got to pay it all out. Sixty-six gonna... different masseuse, twenty-four women. Now, come on. I'm not going to blame. I'm not going to say the Saints dropped the ball on that. I'm sure they did their due diligence more than anybody, just like the other teams did. Sometimes you just don't get the info at the right at the right time. I mean, it does happen. And so, I mean, yeah, they dodged a huge bullet. I agree with you, but I'm not going to say, oh, they dropped the ball. I mean, they shouldn't have known because sometimes you just don't. You do all the investigations you can. You just it's just not out there. And then now, boom. It comes out. So let's just agree that they did drop a huge ball, a bullet. They dodged a huge bullet. <laughs> I did have Freudian slips now. But um, but I'm not going to say – right now I'm not going to say they dodged they, – they dropped the ball because uh, um, unless I find out more that the – oh, for some fact that the Saints do all this and we're going to sign him anyway, then I would right. be on your side on that point. We will agree to disagree. Got to get, catch a break. Got a Charlie. Yeah, Charlie uh, hanging on for us. We'll get him coming out of the break. Breaking news. 
Brandon Ingram uh, has undergone finger surgery. Uh, he has uh, he'll be out for about six to eight weeks for a recovery. But again, Brandon Ingram undergoes finger surgery, uh, six to eight week recovery time for him. So all this again, guys getting together. He won't work with them for at least uh, maybe two months. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. Even on a weekend, folks. Even on a weekend. Even on a holiday. AC breaks down, and uh, you don't have to sit in a hot house. All you got to do is call Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, even after hour service and weekend service for you. Technicians that are on call, they'll come out doing only the work that's necessary, making sure they get you up and running. You want a company you can trust when, again, when you're in a jam, when you need help, uh, call Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company you can trust. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Churches. The smoke is back at Churches. Our $6 Smokehouse Chicken Meal is a juicy half chicken served with mashed potatoes and a honey butter biscuit. All that for just 6 bucks, but not for long. Churches, welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. 10 eastbound, your delays are heavy from the 310 to power, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Elysian Fields to the high-rise. 10 westbound delays are solid from Causeway to the airport, and on the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And in the meantime, look out for accidents down at Chef and also North Peters at Elysian Fields. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. 
So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Mike Mazan, Hot Off the Bench podcast. Mazan on Football podcast and blog is with us. 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Mike, let's grab a quick call. Um, Charlie's in Slido. He's been holding. Charlie, how, how you doing? I'm doing all right, gentlemen. I, I got a question. Um, I haven't heard anything about it. Maybe you all have. But when Texas and Oklahoma come to the SEC, what's going to happen? Is Texas going to be able to? continue to have the Longhorn Network? You know, I'm not sure about that. I really, really not. And, and you know, um, that's interesting because, you know, the SEC obviously, again, has a has a, a huge contract with multiple um, with multiple networks. Um, and they've got a big, if I'm not mistaken, they've got a big contract coming up. Um, but I have, you know what, something I have not researched, Charlie, so I can't answer that honestly. Uh, Mike, do you know? Because if, if not, no. what I'm going to do is over the weekend, I'm going I'm to research it. I knew it drove uh, a big wedge into the, believe that the, the whole rest conference of the with Texas. Yeah, I well, yeah that, 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 Big 12. Yeah, I agree with you, Charlie. Again, it, 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 was, it upset a lot of the Big 12 schools. Yeah. Uh, because, but, but basically, again, they needed Texas, so, you know, Texas did what they wanted. I don't think the rest of the conference would let Texas have their own network. I don't think they would have accepted them under those conditions. I mean, somebody. I'm going to do the research this weekend, though, Charlie. <laughs> All right, man. I sure appreciate it. You got it, bud. Thanks for the phone call. All right, thank you. Texas, Texas, Texas doesn't need their own network to make money. <laughs> they are loaded. One of the biggest endowments in the country. So, but I, I think. Them being in the SEC is a better situation for them, even if they had to give up their network. Mike, um, we haven't had a chance to talk about LSU, uh, how they finished the season, 40 wins, losing the uh, USM in the seventh game of, of the um, of the Hattiesburg Regional. Give us your thoughts, your postmortem on LSU. Well, I treated that um, Jay Johnson either got the best he possibly could out of a bad team or they were as poorly coached as they played, as they seemed to be when they played. I'm talking about defensively and pitching. Um, just you can't win you can't win a CYO game when you're going to commit that many errors and you're going to have poor pitching like that. And I, I just think um, even the hitting Though they scored eight runs, I mean, I felt like they could have scored 12 runs a game against Southern Miss. They just left so many runs off the scoreboard, just with not un, not coming through. I mean, they had big innings, but I don't know. They just seemed to be chasing balls. 
out of the zone a lot. They fell back into that habit they were in last year and the last couple of years but chasing balls out of the strike zone. And it appeared to me, it just seemed to me like the USN players were much more patient when they were at bat, knowing that LSU's pitchers really wasn't over going to overpower them. And even Rasmussen, he got away with just having a fastball in one inning, and as soon as he came back the next inning, they started pelting him all over. Um, I think Johnson pulled McHale Hillier too quick. I think that would have rode that. Uh, I will roll McKeel, heal you until uh, his arm is going to fall off. I mean, I would have at least tried to go complete that inning. But, you know, he's the coach. It's his decision. And I think he was just bringing guys in, trying to find that magic, and none of them had it. Not one pitcher had it for LSU in that final game. And so that's where they are. I mean, and I'm seeing comments about, LSU faithful and hey, we played tough. We hung tough. We fought. I'm like, dude, it's Southern Miss. Those are the comments Southern Miss should be saying about just losing to LSU. Oh, we played tough with that big old giant LSU. Now either LSU's program has fallen that far, or Southern Miss's program has has got. I don't think so. I think Southern Miss is going to get swept by Ole Miss this weekend. I don't see I don't see them beating Ole Miss. I could be wrong because I didn't think. Tushu would have had a problem in that regional, but man, uh, you're in the catbird seat, you're in the driver's seat, and you, you just blow two games like that. It's just very frustrating, even for a first year coach. And you could see in the press at the post game press conference, drawn. Jay Johnson couldn't hardly speak. He said, "I knew for sure, I just thought for sure we were going to College World Series," and. Dylan Cruz, and I guess it was Kay Dowdy on they were on the dais together and the dais together, and they were loud. They were shocked that they lost that game. They should have mm-hmm. been. There's no way they should have lost to Southern Miss. No way. But it is what it is. It happens. Yep. Now, now it's time. Now it's time. It's time to reload. Now it's time to get. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, we've already seen uh, Giacomo uh, is 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 transferring. Uh, they got a couple more players again. I think that are. Are stepping out, going to get in the transfer portal. Yeah, the purge, uh, as we yeah, see, the purge is happening. Yeah, it's pur- that right. Purge as we see, Johnson put his own stamp now, now on this team. Hey, quickly for um, for Charlie who called in, I just looked it up. Um, the, according to Jay Hartzell, who's the president uh, of Texas, uh, that they the uh, the Longhorn Network is going to be dissolved. Uh, there is a contract between the ESPN and the Longhorn Network through 2031. Uh, but again, that 20 year deal signed was signed in 2011. But ESPN is going to renegotiate that deal with the Longhorns because they'll join the SEC network like the rest of the SEC. So, again, um, answering Charlie's question, uh, the Longhorn Network is going to go away when, 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 they, when they come into the SEC. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't, I, I would never, un, never, if I'm an SEC school, allow a Texas or anybody no in Alabama. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you could, yeah, yeah, Alabama, LSU, Florida. I mean, you know, right. they could all have their own networks if, if that was the case. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. that's not happening. Okay? Yeah. That's not happening. No, I would, I would agree. I would agree. But, again, there was a contract there. So you wondered, again, what was going to happen with the contract. Now, you know, ESPN's got the SEC network, so maybe there's a, there's a little bit of a uh, – it's maybe an easier transition than, let's say, if this was, um, you know, another network uh, that maybe had the long-home network that maybe would, you know, put up some obstacles and say you've got to buy us out. So – yeah, like a we'll see how that, that, that plays out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, Mike, mini camp next week. i got about two minutes left. Some of the things that you're going to be looking for. Uh, 
Um, you know, I've been reading about the OTAs. Uh, a lot of guys are not participating. The Michael Thomas injury drama continues. Is he is he healthy? Is he not? I think I read what Dennis Allen said. He's not, he, we would love to have a healthy Michael Thomas, but that's not the case right now. What is going on with his ankle? Um, unless it's and it's just June. It's just a mini camp. Uh, but you know, in these mini camps, Eric, you want to see who belongs, who who's been doing their homework. Uh, how Jameis Winston's knees holding up. Um, I tell you, a dark horse right now player is Andy Dalton because uh, is Dalton because what if Winston's not 100 percent? He goes down, and I mean he mm-hmm. is playing well in OTA. That's OTAs. So I'm not trying to get carried away here, but um, just keep your eye on him because he's not a horrible quarterback. I think he was in a bad situation in Dallas. But, I mean, let's face it, if Winston's 100%, he's the quarterback. But, you know, Dalton yeah, for a lot of reasons. insurance policy, you know. Right. Yep, no, I agree. Mike, tell the folks about, again, your podcast. Uh, your podcast with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig and how folks can follow you on social media. Hot off the bench with the best chef in the city, Scott Craig and myself. And uh, Fazano Football on the Anchor Act. Hot Off the Bench is on the podcast app. But you can catch them on Spotify and a lot of places, iTunes, all over the place. So uh, many camps coming up. Before we know it, Eric, training camp will be upon yep. us. And um, I think the Saints play in Vegas this year. Hmm. Uh, actually, Vegas plays here this year. Nice on oh, Halloween. Around, Halloween weekend. Oh, yep. Damn. Well, never mind. I, <laughs> I think you were trying to get out there again. Yeah, don't tell my wife because I already told her we're going to Vegas. So, well, yeah, you'd still go to Vegas now. <laughs> but I mean, you're not going to be seeing the Saints <laughs> unless you're watching them on one of those big screens at a, at a casino. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's there you go. No big deal. Hey, Halloween in New Orleans with the Raiders—that's not going to be bad. Believe me. Oh my God, all. that'll be something to see. You're right yeah. about that. No doubt. All right, buddy. Thanks again as I'm always. Here. Always fun, my man. There you go. That's Mike Fazan. There he goes. Uh, at Michael Fazan on, on Twitter. All right. Uh, hey, don't forget about Burkhart. Uh, if you're in the market for a generator, <laughs> again, the power going out again today. Uh, everybody needs a generator. Hey, remember, financing available. You can pay, pay low monthly notes. And, and, again, keep the power on in your home. New install quality check after one month. That's what Burkhart does for everything they install for their customers. And then, of course, uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. The generator goes down there there for you 24-7, 365. Uh, Burkhart will sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for to power up your home when the electricity goes out. And then they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. They're the experts. They'll do it right. They'll do it according to code. It's Burkhart, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator, it's Burkhart, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. It's the William Grant family. still this Friday extravaganza. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. 
At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. At Hannah's Organic Honey, business may be sweet, but they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive. Okay, these jars are going to Jakarta. Oh, wait a minute. Does that say Jackson? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by interviewing on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com credit. Terms and conditions apply. Dear Dad, this year we're making Father's Day extra special with the Untucket shirts that you love. Untucket has the styles that'll make your summer great, from wrinkle-free shirts to performance polos and more. They're designed to be worn untucked, so you can always feel sharp even at your most casual. Father's Day is June 19th. If you still need a gift, check out the new summer styles at Untucket.com or one of 80-plus Untucket stores. Use code DAD for 20% off your first purchase. Untucket shirts, designed to be worn untucked. What will put you and your love on cloud nine this June? It's Diamonds Direct's most amazing offer this year. Right now, for a limited time on any purchase, get the best price, pay nothing down, and get five years zero interest financing. If you've been swooning over that $5,000 designer ring, right now it's only $85 a month. $3,000 diamond studs, just $50 a month, and they're yours. Don't miss this special limited time financing event exclusively at Diamonds Direct. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. still is Friday extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. I want to thank Mike Vazan for joining us on the
Les East and Glenn Gilbo will join us in hour number two. Reach for a William Grant product, Henry's Gym, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, Hottest Spirits on the Market. You love Scotch? How about Glenn Fittings Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant Splendid Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, also Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, so, uh, Sailor Jerry Rum, and Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum, a little bit of Drambuie with that rusty nail. Or how about, again, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey or Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, the portfolio of William Grant, all award-winning spirits. Are you listening to Inside New Orleans? Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. I'm sick and tired of hearing things 
of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6, each and every weekday, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms, free download for you. Take the show with you anywhere. Also, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com, our, uh, on the World Wide Web. Check the show out there. Uh, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base for your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We will have that on our social media platforms uh, for you this evening if you're outside the viewing area of Pelican Sports Television or WLAE TV. And, of course, it's already up on the WLAE TV YouTube page, and it'll be up uh, all, all by the end of the weekend at ericasher.com. But we'll have that on our social media platforms for you to be able to check out. You can just go to the WLAE TV YouTube page. Um, this this hour will be joined by uh, Glenn Gilbo, Outkick.com. He'll join us in about five minutes from now. Uh, and then we'll finish up today's uh, uh, program with Les East of CrestedySports.com and Saturday Down South. Today's program brought to you by my good friends over at uh, the William Grant Independent Family Dist- uh, Distillers since 1887. Uh, fifth generation uh, Scottish family distiller. And you want to talk about uh, the hottest spirits on the market? Well, you got to start with, again, Henry's Gin, Malaco Tequila, Reiko Vaca. Uh, the, ask your favorite mixologist about those particular spirits. Different maybe flavor profile than you're used to in each one of those spirit categories. But nevertheless, again, uh, the, some of the most exciting spirits that you'll find on the market right now. Hendrix Neptunia uh, is, is also available for you for a limited time. It's a limited edition release. Uh, it, 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 it released in March. It'll be out there for one year. It's at your favorite spirit store, and it should be at your favorite restaurant or bar. If not, demand it. Uh, and then, of course, we get to the Scotch lineup, which is an all-star lineup of Scotches, all award-winning, folks. Uh, Glenn Fittick Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, uh, Monkey's Shoulder Single Malt. Then, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Fantastic Irish whiskey for you. Uh, and, of course, the rum category is Florida Cano Nicaraguan rum and also uh, Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. Uh, George Laureano, Republic Beverage, William Grant got together uh, to this give back uh, to uh, the Gott Foundation. So every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, of those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation, which has, since 2012, raised well over $200,000 to give back to active military members, retired military members, and their families when they are in a jam. When they need help, they can turn to the Gott Foundation. 
Funding includes living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs. If you, again, fall in that category of, again, a a former member of the military, active member of the military, uh, or, again, family member, again, when you need help, reach out to the Gott Foundation, www.gottourtroops.org. And for, for, for those of us that want to give back directly or indirectly, Reach for a bottle of, of Sailor Jerry rum. Don't forget also, uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, that rounds out the portfolio of William Grant. And look, that's just the base spirits, ladies and gentlemen, because you know we've talked about in this program when we have the brand ambassadors. We're going to be back at Tales of the Cocktail in July, and we'll, we'll get a little, little bit more insight in, into these great spirits. Uh, but uh, they, they'll tell you, you know, when you start going up uh, the, the ladder in, in terms of, again, the spirit profile, uh, Man, you're talking about some outstanding spirits. Um, you know, stuff that, again, that when, the, the, when you know, some are, the, uh, you know, you got to keep in the, in, in, in the liquor cabinet and only bring them out for, for special occasions. Um, you know, I, if, if you've ever, if, if you know George Laureano, like I know George Laureano, and George has parties at his house, uh, his neighbors are the, are, are the luckiest people in the world because he can bring out, again, some of those higher-end scotches uh, that, that we've talked about in this program in the past. He can bring out, again, the, uh, you know, as we go up the portfolio of, um, of, of, of the, of, of all, of really all the spirits uh, within, within William Grant. And, you know, again, much like all, all the sponsors on our program, this being an international sponsor, family owned and operated that's a beautiful thing uh again it uh, and of course because of that you get the hendrix neptunia type um, uh, spirit where again you get these limited editions because um the master distillers there have the ability to be able to be creative and we've seen that over and over again with the spirits of, of william grant so reach for a william grant product uh, uh demand it in, in in the well in your favorite um, uh bar watering hole or restaurant uh and again make it a great weekend with william grant all right uh, I mentioned this as we opened up the show today. Joe Schobert, uh, former Cleveland Brown. That's where he spent most of his time as an NFL player. Uh, he was with Pittsburgh last year. Uh, he visited the Saints today. Um, again, he's a linebacker that probably, if he, if he was signed, would be, the, would be a, a veteran linebacker that would probably back up to Mario Davis. Uh, the Saints seem to be, again, well intent on, on, on giving Pete Werner every chance to be able to take the job right next to um, uh, right next to Demario Davis, uh, you know, a lot of us, myself included, look, you know it, you listen every day, right? Uh, or even even if you're checking from time to time, uh, I'd like to see Quan Alexander back. Uh, but uh, up to this point, uh, again, this is really kind of the first linebacker that we've heard. Well, again, and I'm doing air quotes here, name linebacker that we've heard come in and, and at least um, interview with the Saints. Uh, and this could be nothing more than scouting report, right? Bring him in, work him out, see what he looks like, you know, and then you have a scouting report on him in case there's an injury in, in, in training camp. Or this could really be the end of Quan Alexander here in New Orleans, which would be a sad thing because his energy that he brought uh, was, was contagious. You saw it, again, throughout the defense. You put him and, and C.J. G.J. On, on the field at the same time, the speed that they had on the second level was outstanding along with Demario Davis. And there just seemed to be a – there just seemed to be a click between Davis and, and, and Alexander when they were on the field together. And, uh, but, again, Quan's been often injured, and that's been the problem with Quan. It's why Quan went from a guy that signed a huge contract after leaving Tampa to go to San Francisco. And, of course, that's where he, he was under what is, uh, the, the, the head coach of the Jets, who was his defensive coordinator. Um, and, you know, since then, coming back to New Orleans, he's coming to New Orleans. He's had, you know, he's had really good years, but he's been, he's been often injured, and that's been the issue with him staying healthy. Once again, a lot of these, you know, 
I don't want to put all the LSU linebackers in, in, in one basket because, you know, we've, we've seen Devin White be a guy that, that, again, plays through injuries. But when you get those really speedy linebackers like LSU's been putting out, at times, again, they have problems staying healthy. Um, you know, uh, but we can say one thing. I know they call LSU DBU, but if you look at the linebackers they put into the NFL recently, uh, including a guy like a guy by the name of Patrick Queen who's over in, in Baltimore playing very, very well for them, um, they, they've had some outstanding pro linebackers, the, the prototype that pros are looking for now. So, uh, again, no word on Quan Alexander, but Joe Schober did uh, come in for a visit with the Saints today, uh, and we'll see how that kind of plays out. All right, let's head to the guest line, head up to Baton Rouge. My good friend uh, uh, Glenn Gobo from Outkick.com uh, joins us on the program. Glenn, how are you, bud? Hello. Hello, Eric. How are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, my man. Hey, uh, Glenn, what, what's your thoughts? Uh, you think the Saints going to bring back Quan, or you think at this point it's, probably, you know, it's water under the bridge, especially with Schobert coming in and, and, and doing a visit today? Well, I, I really like Quan Alexander. Um, he's, uh, I thought he, he gave a, a good spark and, and good speed, as you mentioned a second ago, uh, to the Saints. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't know much about the linebackers they brought in today, but, uh, you know, really Quan could, could really help them. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm not sure about that move. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I think a lot of Saints fans are, are hoping that, again, that the Saints will re-sign Quan Alexander. Uh, hopefully that'll happen. Let's, let's, I, want, I want to bring you in. I want to talk about a bunch of things today. We only got a limited amount of time, so let's jump into it. First of all, you were at the Super Regional in Hattiesburg. Um, before we get into LSU, your thoughts about USM Ole Miss this weekend? Well, I'm going to that, too. Um, that's going to be a great series. Um, you know, uh, Ole Miss really came on late and – Saved Mike Bianco's job. Uh, I've been told, um, and uh, you know it would be really cool for him to get to Omaha for for a second time. But Southern Miss is is really good. They have a really good pitching staff as they as they showed LSU really shut down LSU in the late innings of their last two wins over LSU last weekend. Ole Miss has got a great hitting team with Elko and Gonzalez and. And their pitching is, is pretty good. It's not quite Southern Miss's pitching. So it's going to be a classic match of, of great pitching versus great hitting. And, uh, you know, Ole Miss has got some couple of good starting pitchers too. So I think it's going to be a great series. And, it, I mean, it was really, it was really loud at, at uh, Pete Taylor Park last weekend for LSU. And one of the fans told me, you know, we're not going to be as friendly to the Ole Miss fans. <laughs> That's the word of the LSU fans. So, <laughs> right. And, you know, they set the uh, they set the stadium record there with 6,000 earlier this season when uh, Ole Miss played at Southern Miss. It's just it, – it's listed as like 5,000, but they've drawn over over 6,000. I'm sure they'll have over six for all three games if it goes three. They had over five mm-hmm. uh, for five straight games for Southern Miss. You know, even starting in the middle of the day against Kennesaw State and – and that last LSU game started at three, so um, it's it's a it's a pretty cool little ballpark. So uh, I'm looking forward to some good baseball. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, talk about LSU post mortem on them. Um, uh, Jay Johnson uh, again, uh, 40 wins, starting late, having to use the transfer portal in a lot of cases to augment his team. Uh, we saw the, the we saw the warts on the team, the lack of a really a, a strong starting pitching staff, and obviously again the the fielding had been an issue throughout the season. But just give us your overall thoughts on the season. 
Well, you know, it ended up being a good season, not a not a great season. Uh, you know, they they should have won that regional in Hattiesburg. I mean, they had their chances. They uh, they only had to score one run to bring in the extra innings Monday, and with all their bats, you know, they they couldn't do that, and and they they lost. Uh, you know, their bats got silenced a couple of times. Uh, they lost the other game to Southern Miss eight to four. Um, you know, and and uh, I think the biggest problem I noticed was. You know, they kind of got labeled early as not having great pitching. And, you know, not many of the pitchers got better as the, as the season went along, you know, and, and that's that's coaching. I mean, and plus I'm, I'm spoiled, you know, because I covered Skip. And, and his sure. pitchers tended to get better as the season went along. You just can't say, oh, we can't pitch and, and be done with it. But um, And also I thought, uh, uh, you know, but really he got the most – I think he got just about the most out of – what he had. I mean, he really mixed his pitchers well throughout the season. Cause I mean, he, he barely had any pitchers with really good ERAs and, and that's why he was always moving them in and out. And for the most part that worked, but I thought he should have left Mikhail Hilliard in there a little bit longer. And I said that before, you know, the relievers kind of blew it on Monday because he was, you know, he was getting by and, um, and and they were and he was he was letting runners get on, but he was getting out of innings. And then the, the it was it was really bad because the first five relievers LSU put in did not get the first guy out. The first two walked the first two guys they faced. The next guy hit the first guy he faced. The next two gave up RBI singles. So that is not what you want out of the bullpen, particularly the walks. When you look at this team, uh, again, uh, well, Giacomo uh, today is in the transfer portal. Obviously, again, there's going to be a, a little bit of a, um, of a, a change-up. Uh, team players have until July 1st to get in the transfer portal to not have to miss a year. Um, do you anticipate a, a a large purge going forward? Uh, maybe, again, a more, more tactician in terms of, again, uh, some of the players that, that are not, not going to be offered their scholarship once again. And then what do you expect them, uh, Jay Johnson, to do uh, in terms of, again, fixing the issues in the field and also when it comes to starting pitching? Well, he, he knows he has to, to pitch better. That's what he said after the uh, last game there. And he's bringing in a great – recruiting class that has some pitchers in it and he's going to be asking some people to transfer that are good players i think because he he's got to make room for his uh his new recruits and that and, you know that happened before the transfer portal you know baseball is very uh short term you know even even back in skips days he would he would tell guys look you're you're not going to play after this year because i got some new guys coming in you know and uh, that that's going to happen to some some good players, I think. Not great players. He's returning, you know, probably the best player in the country in Dylan Cruz. Um, and uh, you know, I I think they should should be better next year because baseball, you know, freshmen tend to have a major impact, especially the type of class he's got coming. So.
lot of uh, there's not a big drop off in talent. Right, right, and uh, you know he's he's used to doing that. I mean, he had to do some of that at Arizona, and uh, you know this is he didn't have much time to really put together a, a, a team from last year. Uh, you know, other than bringing Jacob Berry in and some other players, um, so it's going to be interesting to see just how good the first year players are next season because that's his first real recruiting yep. class and you know we saw it under Maneri his his second team in 2008 went to Omaha his third team won it all with with the recruiting class he got right after his first season Glenn um when, when you when you look look at the at uh, there was some talk this week that maybe Jacob Berry may be foregoing the draft uh, uh, that he may come back that there's a, at least a, a groundswell within that uh, dugout where guys feel like they didn't they did they didn't accomplish what they needed to and a lot of those guys want to come back do do you think that's at this point that's just rumor uh, is is that something that could you possibly could happen what are you hearing no I, I think Jacob Berry is regarded as too high of a pick I mean he was listed as the number one pick in the draft. Uh, in, in, in some uh, prognostication and definitely top five. So um, you're not going to get him coming back. I don't think there's any way. Um, so that, you know, you do hear those type rumors from LSU fans uh, this time of year. But, no, I do mm-hmm. not think he's coming back. Let's shift gears to the Saints. Next week is minicamp. By the way, you're going to be at minicamp next week? Um, I, pr- I probably will be there. Um for, for some of that, yeah, because I'm not uh, I'm not going to uh, Omaha, but yep, uh, unfortunately, probably will be at mini camp. If not, um, not covered a lot of the, the, the mini camps, but I think I will be out there. What are you going to be out there specifically looking for as you go out? Well, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of all football. I'm I'm not sure what I'm going to be looking at. Right. Uh, you know. Possibly some of the uh, the draft choices, seeing how they're doing. Uh, Jameis Jameis Winston, see, see how he's doing. I mean, it's, you know, he hadn't played since October thirty first, um, right. and you know that's 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 about it there. Um, uh, you know, I don't I, I see I see that kind of like spring football, really. <laughs> I don't go to yeah. spring football. Uh, you know, for for me, obviously, it's, it's you know, Jameis Winston is number one. You want to see that? Sure. You want you want to tell you know because. It's so hard. I mean, football is a, is a contact sport, and, and and to really find out what you have, you got to be physical. You got to have the pads on, and that really is not going to happen until, uh, re- really, until we get to to, uh, to training camp. You know, and I mean, the, some of the question marks on this team obviously is the offensive line. You know, uh, you know, especially again with the injuries they had last year, and you're not going to know anything until to really start hitting there. Um, I'm looking at the receiving core on paper right now, I mean, I think it's an outstanding receiving core, but you still have to see if Michael Thomas is going to be back. Right, right, and you know you can you, you can see uh, quite a bit from a from a quarterback in, in non-contact drills, just how he's throwing the ball. Sure, um, I remember watching, you know, Drew Brees when he first got to the Saints because he was coming off that big injury, uh, and he didn't look good at first, <laughs> even even in the preseason. But uh, you know, I, it, so that so that is significant to see how Jameis is planting on his injured knee and and, and throwing the ball. And, uh, you know, I'd like to see, uh, you know, Jarvis Landry out there. That, that'll be cool. And, uh, you know, uh, when, when is Michael Thomas coming back? I thought he would finally be back by minicamp. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, he's running. They, they, they had a uh, obviously they showed they had a video of him uh, on I think it was on Instagram where he was running. Um, they, uh, the media that's been out to the OTAs for the last two, for the last three weeks have not seen him on the field. But again, yeah. that might have been by design. So it'd be interesting to see if he's out there. I mean, that's one of the things we had played two years. So you'd like to be able to yeah. see him out there at the very least, just to be able to get you know uh, uh, acclimated to playing with a guy like Jameis Winston. You know, just so they can get their timing down. Sure. Now. You know, to, to me, I've always said I'm, I'm different. You know, I think the offseason is big. And I think the offseason is, again, where, where you get your body ready for the, for the upcoming regular season. And uh, if you're a young player, that's where, again, you learn uh, the, um, uh, the, the, you know, the playbook, you know, the, the terminology, the language, et cetera. And so, that, again, that you're not swimming when you're coming into, into training camp. So, I mean, I, th- I think this is, a, this is a big time of year for teams. And I think in a lot of cases, whether you're going to the Super Bowl or not, is based on, again, how well you do in the offseason. Not so much, again, how well you do just in, in picking up players, but in terms of getting, getting your body ready. And, you know, we'll be interested to see, again, the Saints have not had the 100% participation that we've seen in the past under, under Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Uh, again, this is a mandatory mini camp, so it'll be good to see everybody out there and uh, have a chance to be able to see, you know, how these guys are moving. Well, it, it is more important than for the Saints in that, you know, Jameis Winston's coming off an injury. Michael Thomas is coming off an injury. They got a new receiver in Jarvis Landry. So, so in that vein, it, it is more important than your, your typical uh, OTAs or minicamp when, when the same people are coming back. So, you know, there's a time and issue. I mean, goodness, how, how long is Michael Thomas going to be out, you know? And uh, Jameis Winston, you know, is only the starter for – barely half a season so mm-hmm. that's going to be important for him too so sure there's there's a lot of things to watch at that mini camp yep no doubt glenn what you writing about oh, i'll kick this week well i wrote about uh mike bianco yesterday yes. and, and uh how he came from possibly getting fired uh if he had not gotten an ncaa regional to being two wins away from from Omaha now, I got had an exclusive interview with him, and he talked about the LSU job he interviewed for last year. That's that's up on the site, and then uh, just a story put up just a little while ago. Southern Miss and Ole Miss is the uh, is the hottest ticket in Mississippi sports history, according to Rick Cleveland, the great mm-hmm. columnist, based on demand because they only seat six thousand there, and Rick thinks they could sell twenty to thirty thousand tickets. For that game, uh, if if they had a bigger uh, stadium, and it's the first super regional ever between the same two schools from Mississippi, so uh, a lot on that uh, in, on the website as well as uh, there's still plenty of uh, stories from the SEC mm-hmm. spring meetings up there as well. Yep, no doubt. Uh, at LSU beat tweet on Twitter. Always a pleasure, my friend. Enjoy a good cigar and the weekend, and we'll talk next week. All right, thank you. Bye. Thank you, bud. Uh, again, Glenn Gilbo with us each and every week here on the program. Les East comes up next. Uh, don't forget about, again, my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Again, if you're in the market for a new system, I'll just say this. Look, the smart thing is to, is to get a bunch of different um, companies to come in to give you a price. Uh, companies are going are gonna to vary on what, what they're doing. And uh, some companies will vary on, again, the type of system that they, they are authorized to install in your home or your business. But all I'm asking you to do is this. Just have Burkhardt come out and give you a price. That's all. Just find out what, again, so many uh, have known now uh, that, that uh, since, uh, since Burkhardt came into existence over 30 years ago, uh, the customer service that's second to none, the honesty, uh, and the attention to detail that you'll get with Burkhardt. Uh, Burkhardt, 
We'll, we'll come out, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a system for your home or your business. And then, of course, uh, if you guys come to an agreement, they'll come out, treat your home like their home, understanding, again, if they, whether it's your business or your home, uh, that, again, they, they, have, they have to make sure that, again, they're, they're working around you. And they do a great job of doing it. Nate Certified Technicians. Uh, again, uh, only doing the work that, that's necessary when it comes to repairs, but again, uh, skilled in making sure that, again, you get the right system for your home or your business. Uh, they are the experts. Want a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family of Stillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Uh, if you're restocking your liquor cabinet over the weekend, again, uh, a great uh, uh, lineup of spirits for you, uh, from fantastic uh, bourbons to scotches to, again, great uh, lineup of, um, of, uh, uh, of Irish whiskey as well as, uh, as rums. Uh, again, all you got to do is, is head out to your favorite spirit store uh, and uh, reach for a William Grant product, including Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reiko Vodka, the hottest spirits on the market. All right, we'll be right back with Les East of CrestCitySports.com and Saturday Down South. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. Hey, DQ fans, make sure to cast your vote for the official combo meal of MLB at DQ.com. With Tim Anderson's Burger and Blizzard Meal and Bryce Harper's Burger and Blizzard Meal, you just have to try both. Vote for your favorite at DQ.com. Happy tastes good. Keep in mind that the exit ramp is closed due to flooding on 10 eastbound at Dowman. Again, the off the exit ramp on 10 eastbound at Dowman is closed due to flooding. So if you have to get off anywhere in that area, you can get off at the Almanasta Louisa exit. Also, in the meantime, delays are going to be solid on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power. And also look out for delays 10 westbound from Causeway to the airport. And look out for an accident canal at Chapatulas. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Again, it's the weekend. A lot of folks, again, lo love to be able to get outdoors and, again, and, and run those cars, trucks, and SUVs. If you're looking for more ground clearance to enjoy new terrains, you want to improve the ride quality and the handling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV, Southern Tire has the answer for you. Their lift and leveling kits are, again, are second to none. They are the lift and leveling kits experts. If you love going off-road, Southern Tire has a kit, lift kit for your vehicle. Their suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. To find out more, go to southerntire.com or give them a call at 504-737-1558. Uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire. They are your lift and leveling kick, kick its experts. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have handled. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reiko Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Of course, if you love scotch, we've got an, uh, a, an all-star line of the scotches, all award-winning. Uh, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey. How about Monkey Shoulder Scotch Whiskey? It's a single malt. Also, uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Uh, the, the rum portfolio is Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum, as well as Cedar Jerry rum. And every bottle of Cedar Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, of course, those proceeds go to the God Foundation, helping out active military members, retired military members and their family, www.godourtroops.org. Of course, if you're a bourbon drinker, uh, like myself, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon, uh, again, all part of the portfolio of William Grant, independent family distiller since 1887 and a proud sponsor of our uh, our Friday show. Remember, don't forget Henrik Neptunia Gin. Uh, they sponsor our Monday show. It's a limited edition uh, release. So, again, get out there and get a few bottles of that. Put that in the liquor cabinet. You'll be glad you did. All right. Uh, thanks to Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Les East, award-winning journalist from Saturday Down South and also CrestedSports.com and, of course, an accomplished author. He joins us on the program now. Les, how are you, my friend? Doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Les. Just uh, I'm in the stretch run here, my friend, so uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with, 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 with a weekend ahead. Yeah, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Amen to that. Amen to that. And there's no train coming at me this time, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's always good. Hey, uh, before we get started, tell the folks about the book. I, I mean, I tell people this all the time. You know, a lot of people going on vacation. You know, they, 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 they're going to the camp. They're going to the beach, whatever. They want to uh, grab something to read. Uh, again, you got a fantastic uh, uh, book that's out. Tell the folks about it. 
Yeah, thanks, Eric. It's called uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. It's a, a novel about politics and the media with, with a lot of um, elements relating to sports tied into the story. And I think with the, uh, the, the, the hearings that started last night on TV and the midterms coming up, it's uh, very topical once Time, again. Right. Uh, and certainly the sports angles, I think, are always topical. So uh, hopefully folks will check it out. They can get it online at all the major platforms at uh, you know Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, et cetera. Beautiful. Um, Les, uh, the Celtics leave the Warriors 2-1. Game uh, four is, is tonight uh, in Boston. It is a must win for the uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, they lose game three, 116-100, to 100, uh, after, again, tying the series, uh, coming out of San Francisco in game two. What are your thoughts about tonight's game? Well, the, the number one thought is, uh, is Steph Curry going to be uh, healthy? He, he yes. says he will play. Uh, we don't know a whole lot of details about exactly what happened to him at, at the end of the game the other night. But, uh, it, it, you know, it, it's going to be a real challenge for the Warriors to win this game. They need him to be as close to 100% as possible uh, if they're going to have a realistic chance. So I think that's the number one thing is if he's able to play close to what they expect him uh, to play at, uh, but you know, it just looks to me. We we talked before the series started about how th- this could be a six or seven game series, and that the Celtics mm-hmm. had a real shot. And uh, you know, at this point, I, the Celtics have proven to be more than the equal of the Warriors at, at this point. And as you mentioned, it's essentially a must win tonight for Golden State. So I, I think Boston's going to come out, and they've had in these last two series. They have really, with the Miami series and now this one, they have had some games where they have come out and really asserted themselves in the first quarter and gotten a stranglehold on the game. And I think they're going to be looking to do that again tonight. Golden State has to have a good first quarter in this game, in my opinion. Yeah. And, of course, the way the format is now, again, it, it, it is, you know, 2-2-1-1-1. Uh, two, two, one, one, one. So I mean, you know, if they don't if they don't get it together now, again, they, again, it's a quick turnaround here. You know, you're going to San Francisco, and then going right back to Boston. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how that plays out. But the length of the Boston, the athleticism of Boston, is really again has really shined through in this series so far. Uh, but you know, again, we all expect that at any time that that Golden State can erupt with again with again a barrage of threes, which which can again can keep them back in a game or win a game. And, and, and I go back to something I was talking to with um, Ali Gasol with the other day, the, the seven-point play, right? Uh, in, in, was it was in the third quarter of, of, of game, of game uh, three, where, again, it looks like Boston has taken the game, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, Curry gets the seven-point play, and, and they're right back in it. So, again, that's the thing that when you look at this Golden State team, they can erupt at any time because they're so proficient at the three-point shot. Yeah, that's the wild card with them is that more so than any other team in the NBA on a given possession like that or for a several-minute stretch or a quarter or a half or even a game, they can shoot the ball so well as well as just about any team ever that they can be unbeatable for stretches. But when you have to win four games – to win a championship, I'm not sure that the Celtics aren't the team that's built better for yes. accomplishing that. They, they don't have to get hot for six minutes or 12 minutes to play their game. They, they play so well defensively. They're so much bigger 
than the Warriors, and they share the ball so well offensively, and they're very tough-minded. So I think they're built um, not as much as the Warriors are for these uh, splashy spurts, but for winning four games on a championship, I think they're extremely well-built. Yeah, I agree. And you look like you mentioned all, you know, again, uh, the size, uh, again, I, I think they're deeper. I mean, you go through it, I think you nailed it. And and that's why, again, you look at it now, especially with baby Curry uh, being hurt, not getting, again, what they what they normally would get out of Draymond, Draymond Green, although it was was good to see Klay uh, 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 Thompson come alive the other night because he's really been struggling uh, since, again, two years with, 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 without with injury. Uh, but they're going to need the full complement of players to be able to, um, uh, to beat Boston tonight in Boston. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we already talked about Curry, but in addition to that, uh, either Thompson or Green is going to have to have a huge game, or preferably for the Warriors, both. You know, that that's what has made them the, the team that most people expected to win this series was having those three guys together. And they need to have at least two of them on top of their game, if not all three. And if Curry's going to be somewhat limited by the injury, then, then Thompson and, and Green really have to show up big time. Uh, it was announced today that Brandon Ingram has undergone finger surgery. He'll be out six to eight weeks. That comes on the heels of, again, uh, getting a lot of photos from the from the Pelicans about, again, the young players that are working out, including Zion Williamson at the facility. Uh, this is almost this is almost a 180, uh, you know, based on what we've seen in the past with Zion Williamson, and and again his um, uh, 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 him working out in New Orleans, working out with his teammates. We haven't seen that really throughout his time here, tenure here in New Orleans, and you know maybe that signals a little bit of a change, a sea change here. Even even so, that we, again we we heard David Griffin maybe thought a little bit this week when it talked about again uh, renegotiating uh, this possible max contract for him this summer. Yeah, I think these next couple of months are going to be really interesting from a basketball perspective and also from the contract perspective. You know, Zion's been cleared now to participate in these activities, and I know he's chomping at the bit to to have an opportunity to compete on the floor, and that's going to be really important, and it's going to help him get to know his teammates, some of whom he hasn't played with before. And so... That's important, but equally important is how they resolve this contract situation. You know, I think the Pelicans hold all the cards right now. I think David Griffin is being smart in uh, trying to build in some safeguards uh, with the possibility of future injuries with Zion not committing the maximum money without some sort of protection. So it's going to be a delicate negotiation. It will take a while to get done, and this, I think, is really going to be a test of Zion's maturity. You know, when we talked to him the day after the season ended, he sounded like a guy who wanted to be here. He sounded like a guy who appreciated the opportunity he had with Willie Green and with a team that appears to be ascending. Now when he gets to the business side of it and he has to deal with the realities of not just being handed the max contract but having to negotiate something, we'll we'll see if he's – uh, mature enough to, to handle that in a positive mm-hmm. manner or if that becomes a, a complicating factor. I Certainly they want to have all this out the way by the end of the summer, if at all possible. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Let's shift gears to the Saints. You've been covering them for a lot of years now, uh, Les. We're not going to throw the number out there, but you've seen now the change between Dennis Allen and, and Sean Payton. You've been at the last, the last three weeks of OTAs. Minicamp is this week. 
just give us some. Just give us your what, what your feel is. What again? How different is it? Um, is there a difference? What are you seeing? What's the vibe? I, I think it's very positive. I, I don't think it's all that different, and, and that that should be a good thing for for the Saints. I, I think you know Dennis Allen uh, has, has taken a smart approach to this, and it's he's inherited a really good situation. He's you know, been here for a large part of the success that took part during Sean Payton's tenure. And and so he's, you know, sticking with the stuff that has worked for the most part over the years. He, he may do a few things differently uh, behind closed doors uh, because of his own personality. But in, in terms of what has gotten them uh, to have the success that they've had, it, it's been being very organized, getting uh good players but also smart and tough players character players in here and practicing a certain way uh and and working in the classroom in a certain way and all indications are that this group is doing it the same way they move about the practice field the same way they did when Peyton was in charge i expect that will be the same at mini camp and training camp and so uh, you know i think they're they're seeing this the attitude i think is well yeah, we lost uh, a really good head coach, the guy who had led the franchise since 2006, except for that one-year suspension. But they have a pretty good thing going here that wasn't strictly Sean Payton. It was the whole organization, and it was especially the staff he had assembled. And now uh, Dennis Allen was the, the logical choice to replace him, and there's no reason why they can't. Uh, continue the success they've had by doing things the same way they've done it. And I think they're also encouraged by the fact that they've had a very good offseason personnel-wise. Yep, no no doubt. Joe Schobert, former linebacker for the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers, visited the Saints today. Give us your thoughts. Well, I think they're still looking for a a possible uh, insurance policy, a a veteran at the linebacker spot. They know what they have in Demario Davis, uh, you know, possibly the best player on the team. Uh, But after him, it's a bunch of young players who have shown a lot of potential, but no one who's really established himself um, as the second linebacker, and then they, they do still play three linebackers on first down some, though not nearly as much as they used to. So they don't need a lot of linebackers. But, you know, with Quan Alexander not having been re-signed, they're, I think they're looking for a more mature player uh, to bolster that group. You know, Pete Werner started a lot of games last year as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Zach Bond has not developed yet as much as they had hoped. Caden Ellis has had to overcome the injury. They drafted DeMarco Jackson this year. And uh, I guess Andrew Dowell had a role primarily on special teams last year. So there's a lot of young talent there that they're optimistic about. But I think they still feel like a more of a veteran presence in that group is something that could help them out. And that, that's why they had the linebacker in today. Last question for you. Give us your postmortem on LSU baseball after, again, losing in the Super Regional to USM last week. Well, uh, they didn't have enough pitching, obviously, and uh, that's something Jay Johnson's going to recruit to to try and fix. I would say uh, under the circumstances, it's a little bit disappointing because with, with the lineup that they had, I think there were a lot of people who were thinking they had a chance to go to Omaha 
but that was probably a little bit unrealistic because of the, the pitching and the defense just weren't good enough. So I think this is, was probably a realistic uh, season for them in his first year, but I think significant improvement is going to have to be shown next year, especially in terms of pitching and defense uh, in order for LSU to, to feel like they have the right guy to, to carry on the legacy of Skip Burtman and Paul Maneri. And I mentioned Super Regional. Obviously, it was not a, a Super Regional. It was, the, right, it was the, the, the Regional. The Super Regional this weekend features uh, uh, Ole Miss and USM. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, first of all, you know, if LSU could have just held one of those leads uh, in the last game on uh, over the weekend, they would have been hosting a Super Regional at the box, and we'd be having a very different conversation. That's how close yes. it was. But, uh, you know, Ole Miss is a team that barely got into the tournament. Southern Miss has had one of its best seasons. This reminds me a little bit of that 2000 Super Regional with LSU and Tulane, where Ole Miss has – uh, the bigger name program, but I think uh, Southern Miss probably has the better team this year, just like Tulane did back in 2000 when it beat LSU to go to the World Series. So you have to make gold, um, you have to make the Golden Eagles the favorite at home. But Ole Miss may be putting it together at the right time Good to go into Miami and win that that regional and win that slugfest with um, I guess it was Arizona at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very impressive. I think that's going to be a really good uh, super regional, and we'll find out who has the most pitching depth. I said it was a final question. I lied. <laughs> Jay okay. Oman, uh is uh, is the uh, new head coach of the Tulane baseball team. Uh, your thoughts on again going within the within the um, uh, the Tulane uh, uh, coaching staff to be able to come up with the new head coach? Well, I think it. Uh, it showed some some uh, flexibility, I think, on Troy Bannon's part, and that he he looked around and they looked at other possibilities, and then he uh, didn't find anybody who really jumped out as being the obvious person to bring in from the outside, and he recognized that he had a capable assistant who had a good resume, uh, coached the last few games on an interim basis, and and far too often. And this reminds me a little bit of when Ed Orgeron got the job at LSU. Uh, you know, sometimes you look around thinking that the, the, somebody from the outside who's got a bigger name or comes from a, a bigger program is the answer, and you don't give a fair look at the person who's right under your nose. And I think, you know, maybe the, the, the bigger names that he wanted forced him to look inside, but I think the fact that they – they took a second look at what they already had and decided to give him a chance was refreshing. And I think uh, had he come from the outside uh, with the resume he had, I think people would have would have thought it was uh, a good hire. So we'll see how it turns out. There's no money back guarantee on him or anybody else. But I like the fact that Tulane gave him the opportunity. Les, always appreciate the time, my friend, whether it's on TV or radio. Uh, once again, tell the folks how they can follow you on social media and, of course, uh, what you got coming up for us on CrestedSports.com and Saturday Down South. Yeah, thanks, Eric. I just uh, filed uh, a series of stories that will be posted in the next couple of days on Saturday Down South. and uh, all of, We're focusing on the offenses first, and then we'll have the defenses on whether they'll be better or worse next year. And I'll have LSU, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State features all on there, and of course, we're, we're going heavy with the Saints right now with uh, mini camp coming up next week. 
so I had a couple of stories yesterday, especially with the Saints Hall of Fame announcement. Mm-hmm. I had two features yesterday, and of course, a mini camp, and then the countdown to training camp series that I do every summer. At less underscore East, as always, my friend, thanks so much. Thanks, Eric. Uh, that's Les C's. I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Your AC breaks down over the weekend. Don't even fret. All you got to do is remember acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, they'll be there quickly. They'll take care of you. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana At Hannah's Organic Honey, business may be sweet, but they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive. Okay, these jars are going to Jakarta. Oh, wait a minute. Does that say Jackson? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by interviewing on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply.
Dear Dad, this year we're making Father's Day extra special with the Untucket shirts that you love. Untucket has the styles that'll make your summer great, from wrinkle-free shirts to performance polos and more. They're designed to be worn untucked, so you can always feel sharp even at your most casual. Father's Day is June 19th. If you still need a gift, check out the new summer styles at Untucket.com or one of 80-plus Untucket stores. Use code DAD for 20% off your first purchase. Untucket shirts, designed to be worn untucked. Cheers to 30 years. The New Orleans Wine and Food Experience is celebrating 30 years for a good cause. Join us June 7th through 12th for wine dinners at Vanola, our high-end wine tasting event at the Four Seasons Hotel, and at our grand tastings with wines from around the world and food from New Orleans' finest chefs. Let loose at our burlesque show or our drag show or both. Tickets are available now at nowfee.com. Must be 21 to attend. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Mike Lazan, Glenn Gilbo, Lessies for joining us on the program. Rudy at Studio back. Uh, again, always pro, always producing, doing a great job. I want to thank William Grant, our title sponsor on, on a Friday, and all of the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the spot sponsor our program. Please continue to support those uh, sponsors. Jude Young joins me on the award-winning Inside the World Sports. Check us out there. And as always, New Orleans, thanks so much for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Ken Trahan up next. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you next week uh, for the dog catch of the governor. They all got to go. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier.